Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Okay, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. My name is John Mayfield. I have my very good friend Rick Coburn with me from Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Select Real Estate. And you are you in St. Peter's, Rick? I'm actually, we have two offices in St. Charles County. We have one in St. Peter's and I'm actually in the one that's in the Western part of the County, St. Charles County. I am located in the O'Fallon, Lake St. Louis, Winsville area. So I'm a little bit further west in the County. Good. Well, I'm going to let you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, but I have to give uh, kudos out to Rick because I've done a lot of training for their company and it's just like for me as a speaker and a trainer, it's a joy to have him in the room because he gives you such positive feedback and vibes. And uh, and I know a lot of brokers and managers, but I have to tell you, I think our management style is real similar. He's very big on education. He's very big on, you know, just like working as a family and creating this really fun team atmosphere. And I know his agents love him, but uh, I'll let you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got in real estate and how you started managing. And- All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for those kind words. Um, I will tell you, um, you know, for me, it's um, I'm on my 22nd year in the business. Um, I, I, I was raised on it. My mother was in sales. Um, she's still in the business. She's been in it about 45 years. And, um, you know, so as a young boy, I remember going to each office, getting keys so we could go and so she could get the properties and drop them off. But for me, um, at I got into the business at 23 years old. Um, I did it. Um, I um, did real estate during the day and worked in the, and had to have another job at first and in, in the evenings. I fast forward, I did sales for about 10 years and got it up to about where I could do 50, 60 deals a year. Uh, primarily um, 90 plus percent of that was referral based. Um, and believe it or not, John, I got bored. Um, quite actually, and I wanted kind of maybe a bigger purpose. I don't know, something to do. And I found that I really, truly had a passion for teaching the business. And transitioning into the broker side gave me the opportunity um, to um, to, do, to do just that, to go ahead and um, and, and, to, and to teach this business. And, 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 to, and I like teaching all aspects of it. So since then, I've been running, I've been in brokerage now 12 years. Um, and um, I've got to tell you, um, I have amazing support from my leadership bench, uh, my co-workers and colleagues. Uh, but, um, you know, every day I walk into this office and uh, I got a great group here. And and, they're, and we live, live by a motto that every day is school. And, yeah. uh, and that is just huge in our culture. And, um, and so that's what transitioned me into it. And um, I, I still have a passion for it today, like I, like I did 22 years ago. Very neat. And if you thought, be sure and follow Rick on Instagram or Facebook, because you'll get a flavor and a, and a, a taste of what his office is all about. And also what his brisket that he smokes occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we both uh, lo- love to do our barbecuing. So yeah, we love to cook. Yeah. So uh, tell us uh, a little bit about 
new agents because this this podcast you know i run an online real estate school for people who want to get in the business so some of the people who watch are existing agents many are thinking about a career in real estate some are my students going through this school some are past students but i'm just always curious you're a manager you how many agents are in your office there well right now in this office i have about 70 agents okay so tell us, you see agents that are really knocking it out of the park and you see agents that really need to take their business to the next level. What are the good agents doing and you know what should these other agents be doing in order to get to be a, if you want to make it in real estate, I mean, what would be your advice? Well, you know, one thing is, and I, I, and I know you've heard this a bunch, but show up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> to really yeah. as simple as that sounds, I mean, you know, show up and be on purpose when you're here. One thing that we're very good at is raising, I call it raising new agents and, and mm-hmm. it's showing them how to, how to build not only, uh, not only how to do a listing presentation or a buyer consultation, we teach them how to build a real estate business. And when I look at successful agents, and there's a couple of them that I can, that I'm thinking of right now. I mean, one of them, I just had a coaching session with today um, that has, she, it's, we're at July, July 18th and then pending and closed business, she's already hit her annual goal for the year. I, the biggest, wow thing is she show, you show up every day and you go to work. And I mentioned it earlier, every day is school. You have to be a sponge. You have to go ahead and take advantage of the training. And it can be anything from, when I say training, it's not only listing classes or how to write a contract or technology classes. It's shadowing a top agent doing an open house and watching right. how they interact with the public as they come through. Um, I'm just a real big believer that you have to be here. Um, You have to show up and you have to be willing to learn. And and I tell people in this business, especially when you're starting, um, you might be a little uncomfortable. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And and I I think what happens is over time, you you build that confidence and obviously that leads to momentum. But all my top, all my top agents, and I have every walk of life in here, John, I've got an agent that we just hired last week. So I've got one in here that's a week old. And I've got some that have been with me for 15, 20 years that are selling 50, 60, 70 homes a year. And my top agents, like you were just uh, referring to, they're here every day. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I used to tell agents, I mean, I still, I'm still listing and selling real estate, but I at one time had three offices and was managing agents, you know, like you are. And I used to tell agents, if you'll just show up, it's so interesting that you said that because I remember one agent who I was so excited when I recruited him and I thought he knows everyone in the community. He'll, he'll do really well. And, he, you know, and I'm in a small community, but he would come in when he got off work and he'd work for an hour and a half. And I remember after a year, he, he said, John, I can't make any money selling real estate. I have to get out of the business. And I thought to myself, if he worked an hour and a half, he made, he made like one commission check, but I did the calculating and I thought he made exactly what he put into the business. Sure. You know? 
And uh, but yeah, just showing up and following people. So great yeah, advice. You know, my top agents, they're still in my they're still in my team meetings on Tuesday mornings. They're very active in the group discussions. They're willing to give back to the new to the newer agents coming up because they remember where they were years ago. And it kind of touches on that family atmosphere you talked about too. I mean, we are a pretty close-knit group here. And 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 even our top agents want our newer agents to succeed and you can tell fairly quick the ones that are going to make it and the ones that aren't and you just got to be willing um willing to put into that work and you know like you said you had a guy that had another job i'm very honest with my agents that come in that want to do this part-time i don't frown upon that because i had to start that way too and i know it twice as hard to do it that way um i'm not the, from my experience, if you're going to do this and you're going to do this part time and your goal is to transition into this full time, you know, John, I really think the magic number is somewhere between 25 and 30 hours a week. You have to still be able to commit 25 to 30 hours a week to your real estate business um, to eventually transition and build that momentum and that confidence to get you to full time. Exactly. And, you know, I'm thinking of an agent I know right now. He's one of the top agents in the Midwest for REMAX. He's out of Columbia, a good friend mm -hmm. of mine. And I heard him do a presentation. He was a police officer. And he said, you know, I went in every night after I got off and just started. He called it dialing for dollars. But he yeah. said, you know, I just called people, called people I knew and called people I didn't know. And, uh, you know, and I, I heard Lee Brown, who you probably have heard of Lee, He's out of, uh, I think, North or South Carolina, famous real estate broker, top speaker today. I just heard her at RIA, and she said, I started out as a part-time agent, but I put the time in, just like you were talking about. Absolutely. Well, well let me ask you this, because a lot of people are saying, Rick, I'm sure you hear this, the market is good, and their thought process is, perhaps there's too many people already in the business, and I you know, I can't, there's no room for me. What's your thoughts for that agent or person that's out there who thinks maybe the, the market's saturated with too many agents? Well, I, I tell you, first off, all agents aren't created equal. Um, <laughs> I, I will tell you, um, I've always said this, um, you know, I, I love the model I'm in. I love my culture. I love Berkshire Hathaway. Um, but there's a model out there that works for everybody. And I really live by a motto. Um, you don't need it all. You just need enough. And especially where I'm at, and I, and I, and I have yet to find a place out there that's like that, um, there's plenty of rooftops for all of us. There really, right. really are plenty of rooftops out there. I mean, you can look at simple demographics and you can look at, at, at different areas. You know, I, I to kind of circle back around to Columbia and to get outside of my market a little bit. I was in Columbia in May for my nephew's graduation from Mizzou, and I could not believe all of the growth and development and in infrastructure that's going on in middle Missouri and in Columbia. And you look here in Western St. Charles County, they're constantly moving dirt. There are so many rooftops out there right now, and there's going to continue to be, I mean, thousands upon thousands. You can get st stats 
that that tell you in different counties and municipalities how many new construction. So they're going to continue to add to those rooftops. I think the real difference is, is I, I truly feel like there's enough rooftops for everyone. I, I'll never, I don't think the market will ever be saturated. It's just how hard do you want to work and how big a piece of those rooftops do you want? You know, exactly. I, we have agents yeah, they, here that want to sell five or 10 homes a year. And it's exactly. always something that hits our production standards and that's great. And then I've got agents that want to sell 75 homes a year and that's fine too. So not only I think are there, is there, the market's not saturated. I think there's a model for every agent in this business. Not everyone has to strive to be a top producer. I've got agents that have been with me that have made 50 to $75,000 a year for decades and have made a living doing this. And and they have the greatest work-life balance. Um, it, it's, just, it's just great to be around. Exactly. And I, I appreciate what you said at the beginning of that question, that not all agents are created equal. And if folks want to go back to a previous podcast, I interviewed a friend of mine, Denise Martin, who is a MAPS coach for Keller Williams. And her comment was, yeah, there are a lot of agents out there, but there's there's not a lot of good agents or, you know, yeah. it kind of in the same reference, I think what you were talking about is there are a lot of people who just have a certain level of production they want to do. I mean, I'll be honest with you. My first thought when my wife said, John, you need to put your real estate school online was, well, there's already too many real estate schools sure. out there, but that didn't stop me from pursuing my dreams. And now my school's taking off and doing very well. So uh, I appreciate you saying that. And I don't want folks to feel like the, the market's overly saturated. No, and you also not. pointed out work-life balance. I mean, I think that's something that I really enjoy about this business is this morning I did my exercising and did some things I wanted to do for my health and then still was able to take care of a few things at the gym and then got to work and, you know, you the flexibility many people don't have in that situation. Yeah, and that's one thing we stress here. And I know you, I know you're probably familiar with the system. I mean, um, Ninja Selling out of Fort Collins, right. Colorado. Larry Kendall has an amazing system there. Um, I've been to a leadership installation there. I've been to five. Uh, I've, I've been to five. Uh, agent installations. I've been to Fort Collins. I've been to the group incorporated. And it's something that I really embraced. And I tell you, and they are truly all about work-life balance. And that's one thing that we, we teach here. I, I'm huge on processes and systems. And if you truly want to build this this real estate business. And I mean, where you're the president, the CEO, you're the accounting, the marketing firm, and you're all of that. Um, and you can do that here. And we teach you how to do that and build that within these walls. But, you know, I get a great feel for, and, and I get a lot of pride out of agents that are able to do that. But honestly, John, I think what I'm most proud of is when they do have time to take that vacation or they, they drop their kids off at school every day or they're home every night for dinner. I mean, that is that is really key to this. And then there's other agents in this business that don't know how to shut it off and they do right. real estate 24-7. And I really believe in that philosophy that you know, you truly do have to have that work-life balance. And so it, it's, exactly. it's huge to be able to do this for very long periods of time, to do this for decades. You have to figure that out because if you don't, 
um, you know, at the stress and the pace of this after a while, we'll, we'll, we'll wear you out a little bit. Yeah. Now you guys are really big. You talk about ninja selling and just kind of talk about, I'd love for you to share kind of what your sales meetings are like, but you do a lot of additional training just there at your own office. But what would someone who maybe is watching, who's living in your area that might be considering going to, you know, a real estate organization. Um, tell us about some of the educational opportunities they can get from not only the company as a whole, but also things you do specifically, because like you'll have a pizza night. And oh, sure. Things, so. The culture is, the, my culture is, is one of the most important things to me, um, uh, uh, without a doubt. And one of the pillars of our culture, um, you know, besides family is um, like, like you had mentioned earlier, um, truly is education. And we train on all levels. And what I mean by that is we'll train at a, at a, at a national level where you've been invited, you've been invited out and you've spoke to our group many a times. I mean, we'll call in big speakers and have you do, you know, uh, do whether it's continuing education or if it's a 90 minute deal. Um, so we'll train nationally. The company offers a great thing called remasters. I mean, John, we take somebody within the first two weeks of their license and we take them over to our success center and we walk them through what we feel are the absolute foundation building uh, steps to starting your business. Something as simple as writing a contract, writing a listing agreement, how to negotiate a building inspection, negotiation skills. We go through all these different steps and then we end with a business plan. After that, John, they come to me and in my office, I assign them to a mentor for 12 months. Okay. So they have a mentor that's glued to their hip. And what that mentor does is that mentor walks them through a program we call 12 weeks to success. And every week they meet with their mentor for about an hour and the mentor, and they cover what they did last week. And then they get their new assignments. We make them write contracts on their homes or personal homes. We make them list their personal homes. We give them the ugliest building inspection in the world and we show them how to negotiate through it. We talk to them about technology, setting up your database, working your CRM. We show them all of that. And then after that, the mentors, they come to me. And then that's really when I start instilling that ninja philosophy on them. Ninja has a piece called a Monday morning agenda, and it's a great accountability piece for your business. And my agents, they fill that out. Okay. And it, it's, and, it, and it's making sure that they're getting into their routine. And what I like to do is teach them a daily process. You hit it on the head, John, I get up early. I got up at five 15 this morning. I was out the door by five 30 and I got my exercise. And when I got back, I did my affirmations, my gratitude. I did some positive reading for a little bit. And then I kind of looked at my hot list and warm list in my day to see what I needed to do. I'm out of bed now for about 60 to 90 minutes before I even pick up my cell phone and because I'm working on me. And then we talk about activities to do during the week, doing real estate reviews, writing handwritten note cards, making warm calls, not cold calls, warm calls, and getting face to face with people, having meaningful conversations. Um, and, you know, our, we all have sales meetings or team meetings on Tuesdays. They're always educational. I do a series called Wednesdays with Rick where I'll do an hour of training. I remember that, yeah. We do lunch and learns. You know, one thing, if, if, I've had people ask me this before. What do you think your fastball is? And it, for me, without a doubt, and 
and, and my culture, my fastball is agent support and training. You, there's something every day of the week you can do. A class you can go to, a, 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 a webinar, um, a Wednesdays with Rick, a meeting. There's always something going on. I said it earlier, and I mean, we truly do live by it in our culture um, that, every, that every day is school. And for example, we had a discussion at our Tuesday meeting about the actual listing process, okay? One of my top teams in the office, top listing agents in the area, brings out her whole listing presentation, her book, explains everything she does, shares it with everybody. I have my top listing team from last year. They come in, they comment, they got brought all their stuff out, they shared it. I invite agents into my home. We do mock listing presentations where they'll walk around and see. My top listing agents will knock on the door and I'll be the seller and they'll do their whole listing presentation with 40 people behind them watching how they do it. We'll go, I'll go to a property with them and I'll have 30 people behind me and my top agents will show them how they show property. Um, it, it's just everybody's willing to give back to the group and, and which, which is refreshing. That's great. Now, what about somebody who's watching that's perhaps in a rut or they're, they're licensed somewhere else and they're not getting the support they want? Do you allow them to go through those same type of programs that a new agent would go through? I guess it would depend on Correct. the level of where they're at. Anybody can. Anybody can go through that. John, I invite agents from other companies to my team meetings. I invite agents from other companies, competitors, to my Wednesdays with Rick, to any of the training we're doing. And they show up. I mean, they do. Now, they they want to be they want to discreet, obviously, but they'll show up to training. And I'm okay with that because I want this, I want them to see my culture. You know, when someone's in a rut and they're in a bad spot, the first thing I like to do, John, is just go meet them and have a cup of coffee and just f see where their business is at, what they really like about the business, what they don't like, and see what maybe went wrong. What I try to find out is, are we a good fit? And I'm one of those people that I, if I feel like that we're not going to be a good fit, then I need to tell you that. But, you know, as long as someone is, is open-minded and willing to learn and maybe change a few a few of their processes along the way, um, yeah, we, we, we typically bring them in. And, yes, they could, they could have been in the business. I've hired experienced agents, John, that have been in the business for years. Well, the young lady that I was talking to just a few few minutes ago, they went through the coaching session. She was with one of our competitors for almost a year. She was on her way out of the business. And I had asked her, I said, do me a favor, stick with me for 12 months and we'll see where you're at at the end of 12 months. Well, it just so happens that this was about the one year mark. She left her full, her other job and is doing this full time now, has already made uh, between closed business and what she's going to close in the next 60 days is going to make as much money as she made at her other job full time. And she is someone that came in from a competitor and literally had access to our new agent training, had access to our mentor. She embraced Ninja. She embraced our listing process, our buyer consultation, our buyer process. She just, she's, you, you wish everybody was like that. She was just a sponge. And, uh, and now she's having fun because now she gets to take our systems yeah. and put her twist on them and make them their own. 
And that's that's and for me, that's that's where it's a proud moment. Exactly. That's great. Hey, I, I am curious. Walk us through your you go exercise, you come back and you said you do the affirmations, <laughs> gratitude and your positive reading. I mean, I you and I both talked about this before the power of gratitude. It's sure it's almost as you know, to me, it's it's almost as essential. It is as, as essential as, you know, making calls. It's just a whole different dynamic. But tell us a little bit about your, what's that consist of or what kind okay. of, you know, if you don't so mind, just as, Essentially, and it, it's, it's just, it is really the base or the fundamentals of the Ninja 9 through the Ninja system. And it's just nine activities you do every week, but part of it is what you do daily and it's your daily five. And I wake up every morning um, and like, just like you, I get up early and, um, I, I would love to say every single morning, but at, at my knees won't let me do it every single, I like to run. So about four or five days a week, I get up and I, a lot of times before the sun's up and I go for a jog. Um, and when I get back, um, I will, uh, make a cup of coffee and I literally sat down and I write affirmations 25 times. On a, on a legal sheet of paper, and it now, can is it the same affirmation. It is that day or okay. I'll, I'll usually stick with an affirmation for about three months, three to four okay. months, because what I found out is sometimes, depending on what it is, um, man, you get to check that box and you get to create that. And and for some of my agents, it is I love earning, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year. I love earning a hundred thousand dollars a year or, you know, it's whatever. It's got to be your affirmation, but I'll write that 25 times. And as soon as I'm done with that, then I go ahead and I and I grab a book and I read. And at first it it was a struggle for me. Um, like most people, I didn't enjoy it. And then what happens and what you find out is it's really one of the parts of the day that you love the most. Um, and I'll read. And sometimes I might only have time to read 10 or 15 pages. And other times I might sit there and read for a half hour. Um, as soon as I get done reading, usually by then I have a 15 year old daughter that I drive to school. Um, I'll write my gratitudes down at the bottom of my affirmation page, but I'll get in the car with my daughter and she, and I laugh because anywhere I take her, um, if, uh, if it's in the morning, and I even did it this morning when I dropped her off uh, to babysit, she, I said, what are you grateful for today? And I always have her tell me three things she's grateful for. And I do the same thing. I tell myself and I say it out loud to myself, three things I'm grateful for, uh, for the day. And to get, if anyone's watching this and, and you want to see, if you're ever around a group of people, Ask them, go person to person and ask them what they're grateful for and watch what something magical happens. By the end of it, everybody's smiling. Everyone just seems to be lifted up a little bit. Um, and, and that's important. Mm-hmm. And that is really important. And then after that, John, I go and I look for, I either, I either, I got a list of birthdays. I'll write birthday cards or I'll start calling people if they're early birds, but I'm big on handwritten notes. I'll write two handwritten note cards a day. Um, you know, Monday through Friday. So I get 10 note cards out a week and people don't realize how powerful that is. You oh, might somebody at the absolute time they need you with a card and it can be birthdays, anniversaries. It can be sad. It can be sympathy. It can be, it can be anything, but you, 
you know, I, I look at it like this. I look for pleasure and I look for pain. And if someone's having great pleasure or pain, whether it's a, a new house or a, a new job or a promotion at work, or if they've lost a loved one, or if they put a pet down, or, you know, they're sad because their kid's getting ready to go off to college, you know, those are the type of people, you never know when that note card's going to hit them. Exactly. And that's Monday and that's Monday through Friday for me. And that, that is, that's church for me. Okay, great. Well, Rick, this has been just uh, an amazing interview. Thank you so much. There's some great information you've shared. And, and you're again, for people that would want to find you, your website address, and then you can drill down by the office. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's, I'm located in St. Charles County. I'm in Winghaven at 3070 Winghaven Boulevard. You can find me at just www.rickcolburn.com. And then also, if you want to learn a little bit more about our culture, if you go to Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Select Properties Winghaven, um, we are on, I'm on all of them, John. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Instagram. Um, and I can learn that. And if you want to get a training schedule of different trainings and stuff we do, um, you can go to our events tab on our office Facebook page and uh, drop me a message. We'd love to have them come by. Great. Well, Rick, thank you so much. It's been wonderful, and I appreciate your time. So, And thanks, everyone, for watching watching or listening to the podcast. Thanks again, John. All right. Have a great day. Bye. All righty. We'll see you. Uh, Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.